For months, tensions between Turkey and Greece had been slowly rising, but now shots have been fired. Turkey's Coast Guard says that Greek ships opened fire towards a cargo vessel in international waters on Saturday. There were no reports of casualties. The Anatolian, a Comoros flagship, was just 18 kilometers off Turkey's northwestern coast in the Aegean Sea. 18 crew members were on board. Foreign Minister Mevlüt Çavuşoğlu had a storm warning for Greece. As we try to respect our neighborly rights on both sides of the Aegean, Greece still continues its provocations. If you embark on an adventure on behalf of others, you will suffer the consequences today as you did in the past. This is a warning to our neighbor Greece. The latest incident comes amid heightened tensions between Turkey and Greece. Ankara has accused Athens of illegally militarizing islands in the Aegean for repeated airspace violations and harassing Turkish fighter jets. Greece has denied the accusations and has sought support from NATO and EU countries to pressure Turkey. The two countries also have a series of disputes in the eastern Mediterranean over exploration rights for natural gas. So how dangerous is this latest incident? and could open conflict be possible. And to further discuss the latest tensions between Turkey and Greece, joining me now from Washington, D.C. is Sean Michael Cox. He is a senior advisor at the Global Policy Institute and a professor of international relations at Bay Atlantic University. And Yücel Ajaj, he is a professor of international law at Ankara Hildirim Bayezid University. Gentlemen, welcome to Straight Talk. It's good to have you on the program. So let's begin with the latest incident, Sean. Uh, where are tensions headed and how risky and tense is the situation between the two countries? It's a very interesting situation because, in fact, the tension has been ratcheted up quite a lot in recent months, particularly over this summer. Um, Recent comments by President Erdogan in Serbia and in, in Bosnia have raised some alarm bells in Greece. Uh, they have also raised some concern here in, in Washington. Um, the, the interesting thing about this tension, though, is that it, as of yet, no one is quite sure, at least the, the pundits and the talking heads are not quite sure as to how serious the level of this rhetoric is, because there is recognition that both the leaders of Turkey and both and the leader of Greece are facing relatively tough elections coming up in a couple of months. So there's still a debate of whether this is typical saber rattling that is speaking to their electoral bases, or if this is something that's truly a, a conflict that needs uh, intervention from outside parties to help mediate. Mm. So, Eugene, Greece has sent letters to NATO, uh, the European Union and the United Nations warning that a Ukraine-style Ukraine war is looming uh, with Turkey. How realistic is this? I think that Greece is sending such, a, sending such a letter accusing Turkey of violating international law and uh, being an aggressive country uh, in terms of Greek statements is, is, a, is not actually quite surprising. Uh, in recent months, especially starting early this year, Greece has been constantly accusing Turkey of being an, uh, a so-called aggressive country. I think that's just a jargon that Greece is trying to label on Turkey over, uh, you know, quite traditional disputes. Two countries are uh, actually having these disputes for a long time, starting in the 1960s. You know, there was a problem 
started uh, about the militarizing of islands by Greece in 1960s, and the two countries had disputes over delimitation of yes. continental shelf in 1970s. So uh, actually, this move uh, of sending letter or making statements accusing Turkey of being so, you know, aggressive countries quite. Uh, you know, quite a common thing that Greece has been doing uh, quite yes. frequently in recent months. So, Sean, if they engaged in an armed conflict, how would that impact NATO and the regional balances? And who is likely to benefit from that the most? Well, the obvious beneficiary is, of course, Russia, because Russia, especially with the ongoing conflict with Ukraine, is looking for any kind of crack, any kind of wedge in the unity of its great rival, its great military and security rival, NATO. This is a, a ploy that Russia has used effectively for decades. It's a ploy that they've used when they were still formed as the Soviet Union. So Russia is definitely going to encourage um, surreptitiously or, or explicitly this kind of break in relations between NATO allies, and they're going to try and exploit it for their benefit with the, with the ongoing conflict with Ukraine, but also in terms of giving them some regional leg up in, in the Black Sea area, in the, in, the, in the Eastern Mediterranean. Anything that weakens NATO strengthens Russia. That at least is the perception. Mm -hmm. But the chances of this actually coming to an armed conflict are, are, are very small, I believe. There has been, you know, as, as my colleague pointed out, there has been a lot of tension over the past 60 years between Greece and Turkey, and only maybe three or four times in that period has the real risk of conflict uh, been increased to such a level, a level that it could be considered realistic. Mm -hmm. uh, again, the the Greek strategy is very interesting, where the letters are being sent to NATO, to the EU, and to the United Nations. But just yesterday, the Greek Prime Minister, uh, in a speech in Thessaloniki, said that um, he doesn't believe that this will lead to armed conflict. So this this so, so then bilateral. What is what is this all about? Um, in my opinion, and from when I, what I've heard from colleagues here in Washington, is that most of this is saber-rattling that's trying to build up support from their electoral bases for the upcoming elections, because both Greece and Turkey are currently suffering from some significant economic problems. So, Eugen, um, right after this uh, incident, Turkish Foreign Minister Mevlut Çavuşoğlu warned Greece against undertaking any, an adventure on behalf of Others, what did he mean by that, and who are the others? Uh, in fact, as uh, Sean said, it, there would be uh, elections in, in one year time, so in, in both countries, so that affects the attitudes of both governments, that's quite sure. But it doesn't explain the old, uh, old situation uh, by itself. There are some other issues and some other reasons that keep this tension quite alive for such a long time. Mm -hmm. I think another reason is that there are some supports uh, that Greece has uh, actually received or believed to have received from uh, European, some European Union countries and United States that make Greece a bit uh, more uh, actually courageous uh, in, in its uh, attitudes against Turkey, although these Disputes are quite traditional, you know, yes. having such disputes for a long time. I think it's almost for the first time Greece has uh, been do, doing such 
uh, a sequence of events that create tension between two countries. Uh, so as Mevlüt Çavuşoğlu said, there are some other external uh, elements uh, coming from other countries that make the tension a bit stronger between two yes. countries. So, Sean, Turkey has said Greece's uh, Russian-made S-300 systems uh, placed radar locks on Turkish jets uh, on August the 23rd. We know that the Turkish uh, F-16s were on a NATO mission in international airspace. And then, in his latest speech, Greek Prime Minister Mitsotakis said Athens won't provide S-300s to Ukraine at the expense of weakening Greece's defense systems. So that begs the question of why Turkey is being sanctioned over the purchase of its S-400 systems from Russia, which it hasn't even activated. Uh, this has always been a very interesting question because it has been quite hypocritical on the part of Tur Turkey's NATO allies and the United States that uh, Turkey did have legitimate security concerns when it was seeking out the Patriot missile systems and the rhetoric that was used to deny Turkey the, the purchase of these weapons, in, in my opinion, has always been questionable. Uh, knowing that Greece is using similar weapon systems from a similar provider and has not been sanctioned in any way by, by NATO or by the United States is a very interesting situation. Greece also is ramping up its, uh, its negotiations with the United States in the purchase of the F-35s, which, of course, Turkey was kicked out of the F-35 program with its purchase of Russia's uh, defense system. So it, it is a curious situation. But the fact of the matter is that, um, and it's no secret, that the position of Greece uh, in the Aegean uh, in terms of its policies and its interest is more in alignment with Western uh, allies in NATO and more in alignment with United States interests currently. And that is possibly why that Greece is being treated more favorably than Turkey at this time. There's also a bit of personality conflict as well, because over the past 20 years of President Erdogan's leadership of Turkey, uh, he hasn't made a lot of friends despite multiple efforts and despite outreach with the United States and multiple administrations in the United States. And that's something that both sides do need to work on. So, Yücel, um, what's your take on that? I mean, is Greece uh, heavily relying on its allies when it comes to its uh, defenses? And do you believe that the United States is underestimating Turkey's um, threat perceptions, let's say. I, I, I fully agree. Um, uh, in recent years, uh, actually in, uh, in recent three years, uh, Greece just believes that Turkey is like an isolated country uh, in the region. So uh, Greece has been trying to take advantage of this uh, by you know, establishing closed links or further closer links uh, in terms of military partnerships between France uh, and Greece and between United States and Greece. I think it seems that, as, as we have seen quite recently in the speech of Mitsotakis in Thessaloniki, he said that he, they have more allies than Turkey. So it seems uh, quite obvious that Greece is heavily depending on its allies uh, uh, as against Turkey. Yes. I think I have to emphasize that if you look at uh, at last, let's say, ten decades or seven decades or any 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 of the time uh, during the Turkish Republic uh, was a Turkish Republic was established, 
whenever they had crisis uh, because of the external elements, uh, no country, no sides, uh, either Greece or Turkey, did not benefit at all. Yes. So th there is only one way, uh, actually, to make serious negotiations mm -hmm. uh, between two countries only. So, Sean, how has the Ukraine crisis upset balances uh, between Turkey and Greece? How has that changed since last March when the two country leaders got together and they emphasized the importance of protecting the European security architecture? What has changed here and has Russia's attack on Ukraine ushered in new risks and new opportunities uh, for both countries to pursue their divergent interests in the Aegean? The, well, the risk, of course, is that the war expands beyond Ukraine, that uh, other countries get drawn into the conflict, that um, NATO will become embedded in a long-standing grinding war in in Eastern Europe. One of the concerns from the Western allies in NATO, of course, is the role that Turkey has defined for itself as being a mediator between NATO and the West and Russia. The efforts that uh, President Erdogan has made have seen uh, some success, for example, opening up the grain corridor, continuing the flow of oil and natural gas into Europe when Russia has cut it off, have, have been very positive developments. Yes. But there's also concern from the West that, that uh, Turkey might turn too far east and might create that crack in, in the NATO shield that Russia would like to see, and that, that a calculation of Turkey's interests, a recalculation of Turkey's interest towards the East would challenge and threaten the stability of the NATO region. All right, gentlemen, unfortunately, we'll have to leave it here. Thank you very much for joining me on Straight Talk.